Never heard of the Millennium Fault? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Kepler run less than 12 parsecs. Welcome back, everybody, to Kessel Run Weekly. This week, you have me, as, but Grace is with us. Hello. Hi, friends. Um, so, if you guys watch our streams on, usually Wednesdays are our team streams. Um, and then Danny does do other streams, but Grace is usually joining us there. She's also our moderator in the Twitch chat. Um, if she can't actually stream with us that night, she's usually around. Um, and she's been in a few episodes. But this week, I wanted to bring her in so that we could talk about her favorite character. Um, we are talking about Padme. I'm so excited. Yeah. So, And she's also a Padme cosplayer, so we're getting kind of best yeah. of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, we... Huh? Go ahead. It's because you guys did, like... The episodes with, like, I don't know if you did Leia already, but you did yeah. Ahsoka and stuff, and it's like, it's about time we do a Padme episode. Yeah, we did Ahsoka with Rebecca, and then I did um, a Leia episode with Jensen, um, Jensen Avenger, on, like, TikTok and Instagram and stuff, so she oh. and that conversation was really good. Um I am basing these questions off of a lot of those Leia questions, um, so I'm just <laughs> kind of reworking them a little bit, but it is going to be... There's some questions just kind of about her life and then about your involvement with Padme in general. Because um, I want these character chats to be, like, how these characters make us feel, you know? Yeah. I think that's super important. Um, so we're just going to jump right into this. Are you ready, Grace? Yes. All right. I'm always ready. Bring it on, because here's the first question. What does Padme mean to you? I knew that was what, like, the, I knew that would be your first question. Um, actually, speaking of that, I was asked a similar question by Sky Talkers, because, mm-hmm. um, like, a while ago, before Celebration, actually, they did Padme episode, where they asked people that. So, nice. I had an email, like, because I wrote it, I wrote it down, mm-hmm. like, for the show, and then I forgot about it. So nice. I found it. So, the best way... For me to answer that question Mm -hmm. is, like, to give a little bit of context. Mm -hmm. So, my family has always been, like, big into Star Wars, especially, like, on my mom's side of the family, Mm -hmm. where they're, like, huge Star Wars fans. And so she's the one that kind of, that brought me into all of this. Mm -hmm. Um, So, basically, the easiest way for me to say it is, like, Leia... For my mom is who Padme is for me. Uh. It's like she was just as big, like, for me to grow up and see her in that type of a role. I felt very similar because when I was first introduced to the Star Wars movies, like, at least as far as I can remember, my first Star Wars movie was Return of the Jedi. Um, So, but I didn't really have a connection with Leia, like, mm-hmm. I I looked up to her, but I didn't look up to her in a way that was, like, I can relate to her. Yeah. Yeah, I looked at, I looked up to Leia as, like, she's a role model, but not, like, in a relatable sense, just kind of in a way that's, like, 
she paved the way for everyone, so I'm going to give her respect. Whereas with Padme, I got around to her, and I was introduced to her, like, I think, like, I really remember when I was around, like, seven or eight. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, when the Clone Wars was coming out and that kind of thing was when I actually, like, fully started getting invested into Star Wars. And um, Padme, for me, like, seeing her and, like, the Handmaidens especially as well, all, like, teaming up together and just not taking any anything from the Trade Federation and doing all that stuff, that was really big for me. Um and just like the way that she took charge, I wanted to do that. I wanted to do that, but she did it in a different way than Leia did. No, absolutely. Which made it feel more real for mm-hmm. me. I don't know. That's like the best way for me to explain it. No, that's an amazing description. I totally get where you're coming from because when when Jensen and I talked about Leia, we I brought it up. I was like, I never saw the originals before I saw the prequels because I was so young. So my parents were like. We won't worry about introducing her until it's old, until she's older. And then all of a sudden, Phantom Menace came out. Um, right. And I was four when Phantom Menace came out, and I went and saw that in theaters. Um, I was a month old. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm a baby. <laughs> a BB. Yeah, I forget about that. Um, yeah. So Padme was my first introduction, and, like, my mom loved her, too. And, like, it obviously wasn't my mom's first introduction, but Padme became kind of a regular – I was a regular fangirl around the house, you know? Um, so I absolutely get what you mean. And then growing up and understanding things in Star Wars and then seeing the differences between Leia and Padme, but also seeing the similarities, that was really cool. Yeah, definitely. So my next question, um, does have to do with her politics. So, um, how do you think, I guess what's the best way to describe this? So how do you think that her, hmm, (laughs) relationship with Anakin affected her thought processes in politics. If that makes sense. Uh, or did yeah, it? it does. Um, I need to think about this. Question. I know. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, because, oh. like, there are moments where, and, like, you said that, and I immediately thought of two things. Mm-hmm. One, I thought of, um, the arc, like, with Clovis. Yes. Like, I hate, oh, I hate Clovis. Um, yeah, he's the, the arc with Clovis, where Anakin is like, I forbid you to do this, or something <clears throat> like that, and she was yeah. like, well, you know what? I'm going to do it. Yeah. And then just goes ahead and does the whole thing with Scipio and all that. Yes. I thought of that, because, um, I don't remember the exact quote off the top of my head, but they're mm-hmm. like, um, duty, or actually, yeah. Duty comes first, especially in wartime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that type of a situation um, is, like, very present with them. Uh, and then also, I think it's in Queen, it's in Queen's Shadow. It's in the one of the first chapters mm-hmm. where Padme is talking to her sister, Sola. And it's, like, right when she's transitioning. So, like, from to senator it was like a little gap in between and her sister asks her like would you ever start a family and padme says to her well 
not exact quote, obviously, I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. Um, but she says, like, well, I am here to serve. That's all I know. It's mm. like, all she knows is, ru- like, being a queen ruling and serving the planet and then serving the Senate afterwards. She didn't really know yeah. much beyond that. Oh, so man. she's, like, shaped by politics. But at the same time, it's like, there were moments, especially, like, toward the end of the Clone Wars, and as we're seeing now in Season 7, and um, just in general with how Padme and Anakin interacted in the Clone Wars, yeah, that, like, they do kind of uh, bounce off each other, mm-hmm. sort of politically. Like, Anakin's involvement in the Jedi Order and everything, and then Padme's involvement in the Senate, they do definitely think of one another when acting, but yeah. not necessarily all the time. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, and I was also thinking of like the delegation of the 2000 from Revenge of the Sith, uh, of like that deleted, I think it was a deleted scene, uh, where Padme, like, goes to Palpatine's office, mm-hmm. and, like, and Anakin's there with him, mm-hmm. and it's, like, that moment is also big, because, like, Padme's pretty much acting in treason at that point. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, we knew, like, we as in, like, the audience, mm-hmm. or, like, people that are, like, really familiar with Padme. Right. <clears throat> know that she would only do that if the situation was like that dire whereas Anakin would never think of Padme to do that yeah that's true yeah so I guess it's like a situational thing more than a like oh this is 100% of the time how they act like that kind of thing it really depends like on their context yeah that makes total sense i entirely agree i was thinking about it and i was like it's interesting how their situations change throughout time and it's i still haven't read queen shadow and i really like i can't wait but um the the sheer thought of the fact that she's just like service is all i know that's so sad because like they obviously are like so deeply in love at a certain point um so to think of her like not even I guess it's not even, like, sad, because to me, like, that's my... I'm such a career-based woman, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if a man... Yeah. If relationship comes into my life, then then it comes, you know? And I'm sure that's yeah. exactly how she felt about it. But it's insane to think that she didn't expect it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it comes so, so full force, you know? Yeah. And, and like, that's... so strangely, too. <laughs> oh, definitely. And that's actually... Speaking of Queen's Shadow, this isn't much of a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fine like, with it, if, if the it. listeners are not. <laughs> yeah. It's also, like, spoiler alert, Queen's Shadow, but Sabe, yeah. the mm-hmm. decoy, mm-hmm. is, like, a huge... I shouldn't say huge, but, like, she's a significant part of the novel mm-hmm. as well. Um, like, it's her journey as much as it is Padme's, because they are... Two sides of the same coin is the best way I can explain them. So you can't can't really discuss Padme without at least bringing up Sabe once. Mm -hmm. And Sabe has a very similar 
path mm-hmm. in regards to like career, like her duty versus her life. Yeah. Um, because t- there's a character um, called Captain Tonra who serves Padme like when she's in the Senate. Right. And Tonra and Sabe are a thing at uh-huh. one point. And I don't remember when in the book. Uh, it's not the epilogue. It's like in the middle of the book somehow mm-hmm. where Tanra asks Sabe, like, do you love her? And Sabe says, like, yes, always. Like, it's always been her life before mine. It's oh my always God. been. Because, like, it's always been that kind of a relationship. Yeah. Um, but also at the same time, it's like, that's how a lot of people from Naboo feel. It's like, it's always their service before themselves. Hmm. So I feel like it's not just a personality trait of one person. I think yeah. it's a personality trait of, like... All of them. Their culture as yeah. a whole. Except for maybe Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. Palpatine, Palpatine and maybe Panaka, like, way mm, down yeah. the road when he becomes Moff. Mm-hmm. But, like... Save from the two of them. I really do think yeah. that it might be um, just, like, the culture as a whole more than just one person. Yeah, no, and that's such a good perspective because I didn't even think about that uh, at all. Yeah. Like, and it, it makes sense because Naboo is such a place of royalty, you know? Oh, definitely. Um, I, I've had a lot of time to think about this, <laughs> as you know. Yeah, worth it. Um, okay, so my next one is kind of a you question, um, but also obviously bringing her into it. So when you cosplay Padme, uh, what do you hope to portray and what do you do to channel her? Oh, um, there's a, okay, this is a really interesting question. We actually, uh, with the one group that I'm in, uh, the Northridge, the Mm -hmm. Buffalo group, Buffalo and Y, right, yeah. right here. Um, we have this inside joke, sort of, where if you're, if you portray like a certain character or a certain couple characters, yeah, you're probably the only person in the group that does the character. Mm-hmm. Not because oh, we don't want to step on your toes or anything. But that's just how it happens. Right. Kind of. So, for example, because I do Padme, most of the people in the group, as a joke most of the time, refer to me as Your Highness or Hello, <laughs> the lady. How are you? That's Hi, awesome. Padme, how are you? Like, we refer to each other in character, even yeah. though we're not in character. Yeah. But that's mostly an inside joke thing more than anything else. Right. Um,. So, like, we already, we're pretty familiar with ourselves as familiar as we are, like, with the character. Right. Uh, sorry, my mic was weird. Oh, no, you're fine. Um, that No, that so, makes total sense. Yeah, so, it's like, I'm going to use a video game reference. Mm-hmm. It's like, if anybody's a fan of Quantic Dream, it's kind of like uh, how Beyond Two Souls works with, Jody and like Aiden, how Aiden's like a separate thing, but like works alongside Jody. I feel like it's the same way with 
a person and who they costume as. Like, they... It's, like, another way to, like, represent yourself, but you represent yourself through the character. Yeah. No, that makes sense because that's been my kind of... I don't want to say struggle, but, like, Mm -hmm. a learning opportunity. um, Definitely. With picking up the cosplays that I'm picking up. Like, I, I chose Kira to be my first cosplay because... I immediately identified with her as someone who feels the need to protect myself at all costs. Exactly. Um, But to show the people that I love that I do love them and this isn't, but the choices that I'm making isn't about them at all times, you know? Right. And and that she's so, like, powerful. So I'm like, I have to take into account all of the the mannerisms that she has and all of the, her goals in life, you know, and survival of the fittest because that's her biggest thing. Um, Right. And I feel like I've always been that way. So I identified with her very quickly. And then I was like, how the reason I even came up with that question. And I was like, is I was like, because if I'm, if I have these conversations with other cosplayers, I want to know what goes through their heads too, because I'm still, I would still consider myself new to cosplay. Uh, And even though I'm passionate about it, I still don't know what the heck's going on. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, I feel very similar um, in that, regard at least because like when I started cosplay this was about five or six years ago when Mm -hmm. I started and like it's just now getting to a thing where like I'm doing it like more regular and things like that Mm -hmm. um within the past couple years but when I first started I didn't know who I could represent the best because I I immediately looked at it and I was like I need to do something completely separate of me to show that there's like a different thing because if I just do a character that's similar to me in mannerisms then it's not going to be them it's going to be me in a costume yes and um so with Padme because I already had like such a connection with her I was so hesitant at first of like cosplaying her because I didn't want it to seem like it was just me in a costume um I wanted it to be different yeah yeah so at least now with how I cosplay her and how I portray her Mm -hmm. I've been given a lot of advice to allow yourself to be a part of the embodiment because, yeah. like, they wouldn't be there if it wasn't for you there. So... No, for sure. Yeah, that's definitely helped me out, like, a lot. Yeah. Um, also, another thing, I did tell you about it, and mm-hmm. I might have mentioned it on our Twitch streams. Twitch.tv slash Weekly. Hey, hey, a plug. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, where I make playlists for characters, so... Oh, yeah. I will go through and, like... If I'm going through my music, or if I'm just, like, listening to an album or whatever, and I think this song would be really good for this character, I'll put it in a list. So, this is also another game that I'm quite passionate about, but when Jedi Fallen Order came out, I played it that weekend. Mm-hmm. I, did a, I did a speed run of it. Um, I didn't do a speed run, but, like, I played it that weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, because, uh, another friend of mine who I moderate for, um, was doing a playthrough of it. Him and his wife were, 
and I didn't like I wanted to know the story before they played it because I right. wanted to see their reactions to what I already knew about. Yeah, but when, That's my favorite part. <laughs> uh, when Marin became present, the night mm-hmm. sister Marin. Yeah. Um, I immediately it was like I felt very similar to her than I felt that I felt about Padme. It's like I have a very similar relationship with Marin as a character. Um, but I actually made like a full playlist for Marin because I was like, I need inspiration mm-hmm. to cosplay her, so I'm going to do this. Yeah. So I did. Um, and that helps me out a lot, especially if I'm like working on a costume mm-hmm. or if I'm like researching, I put on their specific thing that I set up yeah. to help me like stay in the zone, kind of. And that definitely helps, like, channel a little bit. Yeah, and I love that because I don't know if I could. I'm going to try to make one for Kira. Um, Making one for Harley is going to be easy. But making one for Kira is going to be interesting. Um, I think I feel like it's going to have a lot of Lana Del Rey. (laughs) Yes, yes. Marin's is, I have it pulled up. Marin's is a lot of... My Chemical Romance. Yes. Panic at the Disco. Yes. Uh, the Arctic Monkeys. Yeah. Bastille. And Florence and the Machine. Yes. She is big uh, emo emo playlist yeah. for sure. And like for Padme, I have a lot of like Florence and the Machine. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of Mariana and the Diamonds mm-hmm. and like uh, Billie Eilish and just yeah. like. Fleetwood Mac. And Graceful yet badass. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, like, so that's, like, a really cool thing about cosplay as well is, mm-hmm. like, you might be known just for one character or just for two characters, mm-hmm. but wh- however many characters you end up doing, you're always, I shouldn't say you're always able, but a lot of times you can find similarities between them. Yeah. Which I think was really cool. Absolutely. Um, there was actually, uh, I said this to one of the guys in the group um, who actually is doing Cal Kestis. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're going to get a group together and do a whole Mantis crew, except for maybe Grease. We don't know how that would work out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll but, be a tough one. Um, but he feels very similar about Kale, where like he was able to relate directly with character, um, and he was able to kind of say, like, oh, Kale is a lot like when I did Dungeons and Dragons and I made that character, and, like, he just felt like that. Um, yeah. Like, very similar in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking about it, and I said, like, if Padme and Kale would have met, do you think they would have been friends? Ooh. Like, I personally think they would have, because, like, or at least they would have worked well together um, had they been on a mission or something together. Yeah. But it's a very, and I'm just using them as an example. I don't mean it, like, as a full, like, discussion topic. Yeah. But it's very interesting to think of, like, the characters that you costume as. I'm using Padme, obviously, Mm because we're speaking of Padme. Um how they would interact with other canon characters, like, across timelines. Because it gives you 
yet again, like another um, way of interpreting them, they wouldn't yeah. often think of. Yeah. I think about that a lot as far as um, like even uh, most recently, I've thought about it in the context of the sequel trilogy. Yeah, I was because, about to say that, yeah. Yeah, because I often think about, like, what would have happened if Ray had met such and such, or if Ben Solo had met such and such while he was still Ben Solo. Um, if Ben would have met Padme, I would have absolutely cried. Yeah, for sure. Like, I would have been crying my eyes out. Yeah, and I just, like, and also just in general, like, thinking about him in the in the cosmic force. Um, yeah. And, like, knowing who he is meeting in that sense. Like, it'd be cool to just have, like, a whole episode of Cosmic Force information um, where you get to see what goes on in there. <laughs> exactly, you yeah. Know? That would be really cool. Yeah. And just, like, it's not even just a question that I've brought up, like, to my costume group friends, but, mm-hmm. like, to a lot of my friends who also cosplay as Padme mm-hmm. and um, cosplay as the Handmaidens, cosplay as, like, the other queens of Naboo, mm-hmm. um queen sisters as we like to call ourselves <laughs> um we all kind of have that similar conversation is like what do you like what do you think padme would have done right different like i think she would have done some like things very similar to leia yeah to how like leia kind of ran things but at the same time she would be a little bit more hands-on if she would have uh been there for Ben, I feel like things might have played out a little bit differently. I agree. And I think if yeah. I think if uh if he had accepted and known the full story of Anakin, I I I'm curious to know how much of that story he knows because he just dove right in saying like Vader is who I want to look up to, but it's like you like there's no way Luke didn't tell you that he redeemed himself in the end. Right. You know? Like and there's absolutely like, no way. Yeah. So it's all very interesting to think about what would happen if these, if any of these people crossed paths, mm-hmm. crossed paths at just the right time or the wrong time, if it had made it exactly. worse or better. <laughs> yeah, and actually, another shout out uh, mm-hmm. to my group Northridge. Um, we actually put on an event every year, at least every every year so far, mm-hmm. um, with like our local baseball uh, team where we actually have a coordinated, like, story and, like, a live show at the end of the game where we're all on the ballpark, like, we're all on the field and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have to send you video links so we can share it. And I'll yeah. put it in our Discord um, of all that stuff. But we actually have a lot of situations where characters from trilogies will interact with each other. Um, so, like... We have Mara Jade in there. We have Padme interacting with Cal. We have... I'm just using these as examples. So yeah. Not spoilers. Um, we have, like, Luke interacting with Hera and, like, just a bunch of different dynamics that you don't normally see. We kind of use that to our advantage um, to write that. Just because we all fit so well together. Like before costumes that like it would be a very interesting dynamic to see the characters together yeah absolutely um so to kind of i don't want to say like close out this there's definitely still uh two more three more questions um my follow-up to 
kind of the the deeper things is more kind of surface level and then we have kind of one more deeper um at the end so my surface level is what is your favorite padme outfit (laughs) i know that's a hard one (laughs) Um, i have so many that i love yeah Uh, same um i like picking a favorite costume of padme's is Mm -hmm. like it's like picking my favorite child (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's like that um like there are so many that i just love Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna answer this based off of like which ones i've cosplayed okay yes good good call i'm i'm gonna answer it that way so out of the ones that i've cosplayed uh i have the parade gown Mm -hmm. the flame handmaiden Mm -hmm. um that like brown jumpsuit one from the clone wars (gasps) yeah i do love that I love that one. Um, I'm working on the white uh, battle arena one. Me too. Yeah. We both are. Wow. Mine's going to be later down the road. Um, And I'm currently working on the decoy Mm -hmm. with the feather headpiece. Yes. And then I also made the other decoy costume that's like the black and the red one. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, That one... I have to redo, but, uh, I like that one. That one's good. I think, and I also have, like, the maroon one as well, that she's running around the end of the Phantom Medicine. Right. Um, I think my favorite out of all of them is either that one, uh, so, like, the maroon The one, maroon one. Mm-hmm. Or I really love my parade gown, just because, like, the feeling mm-hmm. that I have, like, I used it last year for Star Wars night. It was, like, the Mm -hmm. first night, the first year that I was actually able to, like, fully go out in, like, full Ray Gala, is how I like to phrase it. Yeah. Um, So, like, full face paint, full headpiece, full wig, everything. Yeah, that's incredible. That was the first, that was the first time that I actually used, like, the mantle of Queen Amidala Mm -hmm. versus Padme. Because, like, when you when you discuss Padme again, like the same way that it's discussing Padme and Sabe, it's Mm -hmm. like discussing Padme and Amidala. There's two different sides to her. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was the, it was the first time that I had used Amidala Mm -hmm. versus using just Padme. And that was really special for me because, um, before that, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but before (laughs) that they hadn't had, somebody that did Queen Amidala before I joined the group. So it was not only special for me, like to represent our group as Amidala, but also to just have her alongside so many other awesome characters. Um, It was, it's really cool, like to be able to do that. So I definitely think my parade gown is probably my favorite, at least so far. Uh, but in regards of, like, what's the easiest to move in, I would probably say the maroon costume or uh, my flame handmaiden is actually very easy to move in. Oh, yeah, that's totally fair, because I, I, I hadn't even thought about that. Like, the flame handmaiden is so, like, chill. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, okay, and then for another favorite, um, your favorite quote or favorite moment? It doesn't have to be, like, one in the same. It can be, um, it can be two different ones. If you have, like, a moment where, like, she had a look on her face that you, like, 
but you also have a quote that you like. Um, mm -hmm. Or it can just be one or the other. So up to you. Favorite one of those. Um, I think I might answer it in a two-parter. Okay. My favorite quote is probably somewhere between We Are Brave, Your Highness. Mm -hmm. <sighs> and uh, so this is how Liberty dies with thunderous applause. Yeah. Just because... Both like, amazing. They're, yeah, because they're both just like such strong moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the whole thing with We Are Brave, Your Highness, um, again, like, with some of the girls that I do the Padme costumes with and mm -hmm. that I'm, like, in the groups with and that kind of thing, it's sort of a mantra of mm -hmm. sorts. Like, not a way to live, but just kind of, like, a reminder yeah. that, like, we, as in, like, you're not alone, like, you can do like, you have support behind you. It's, like, that kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, and also, it's just, yeah, again, like, a reminder that, again, you're not alone. Like, you're able to do so much. Yeah, um, and it's important yeah. to remember all that, especially with, especially in our current state, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, um, but just, like, in life in general. Yeah, exactly. Um, and just that moment is also just like very big because again mm -hmm. um it's a situation between padme and sabe mm -hmm. uh in the phantom menace and then also it's very prominent in queen's shadow it's mm -hmm. used uh that line alone is used like in multiple situations throughout the book um so i think that would absolutely be my favorite both quote and moment nice. but also just like the thunderous applause line it's like <laughs> that moment is also very pivotal because you yeah. know like you know that is when if everything hadn't already gone downhill you know that that's like the the pivotal point that's yeah. like the cornerstone moment yeah where like that's when everybody else started recognizing it yeah the mud is sliding and the land is falling and everything is crumbling slowly but surely yeah exactly it's definitely like, a terrifying moment <laughs> And, like, people aren't, like, not even just in Star Wars, but I've seen, at least in the past few years, I don't mean to get political here, by the way. That's okay. Bring um, it on. But, like, people have used that quote just talking about IRL stuff. Yeah. 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 Like, I've seen, I've seen that quote come up more in the past five or six years than mm -hmm. I've seen come up since the fan or since revenge of the sith came out yeah yeah so i think that that's like a key moment not even just for star wars but just like the cultural like lexicon people tend to use star wars especially mm -hmm. to um to express the current moment and yeah it's just like that's like a key well, I mean, I that's what George did, you know? He created exactly. Star Wars based on everything that's happened or has happened or will happen. Like, he right. he very much took... It, it's, it's interesting to think about because we are so, like, deep into this world and fandom and love for it and understanding of it. And, like, obviously so was George Lucas when he decided to create all of it. But it's interesting to think about folks out there that, that are just like, yeah, Star Wars is a good movie. Um... And then they, 
it doesn't, none of this, like, comes up in conversation, you know, with them. Like, they are just good movies, Mm -hmm. but they also have so much more in them, which is why I like having these character chats, because I feel like even though these are just characters that people enjoy or people love, it's like, there's a lot of, like, deeper stuff going on here for people. Um, When I have a Kira episode, I'm going to have to have somebody interview me. Yeah. Because I'm just like, I I don't, I need to express all of the feelings that I have in all of her situations. Um, right. And just in life in general. And, and cosplay, too, being such an important part. Like, so far, I've only interviewed cosplayers. Um, Rebecca, you, and Jensen all have cosplayed at some point or another. Um, and, and, like, Rebecca's still new to it, but she's in that community. So it's just, it's cool to see the differences, especially if I'm, if I do end up interviewing a non-cosplayer. I can't wait to just compare the thought processes of it all, you know? Yeah. Um, I think, like... Sorry, go ahead. In, no, you're good. Um, in regards to discussing characters, mm-hmm. cosplayers... Again, I don't mean to toot my own horn, <laughs> but cosplayers have very interesting perspectives on it. Oh, yeah. That maybe, like, writers would have a very similar perspective. Mm-hmm. Or, like, people that do video games and motion capture and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, we all have a very similar situation in which, like, we have to think of the character first and foremost. Mm-hmm. and And think of, like what is best um, for them and like how do we express what is best for the character while also like doing what is best for whatever calls for us I guess Um, yeah that's probably the best way for me to explain it because like if people don't put that kind of thought into a character or into a situation then it isn't, um, it doesn't work. It just will fall apart, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Um, and I think that's another part of this, too, just, like, character discussions in general. It's, it's, um, what have we taken and learned from them, or what have we seen in them that we see in ourselves or want to see in ourselves? And, like, that's why, I mean, that's why people always talk about, like, movies and fandoms and things, like, it's an escapism, and it's like, it is, but it's also, like, a reality check sometimes. Yeah, right. And they, it is for for sure with me sometimes. Um, My last question for you, so, typically I would think, like, ending on a, like, a light note would be nice, but I like this one, this question specifically, what you've learned from Padme as a character. I've... I've learned so much. It's like the best way I can explain it. Mm-hmm. It isn't just one thing. Mm-hmm. It's like um, I've learned like again, you aren't always alone in your situation. You don't have to face problems head on by mm-hmm. yourself. You mm-hmm. can always get help. You always have a group behind you that can help you. Yeah. Um, but also like her as a character and like cosplaying her and like being able to represent her for others mm-hmm. has kind of it's made me reevaluate just a lot of things in general um in the past few years especially yeah. like uh with how to carry oneself and how to like represent not only me and how i feel the best but mm-hmm. also like how to 
be kind and be the best person I can be. Yeah. Um, in a way, and it's like how to represent like the good that is in people. Mm-hmm. She's like she's a very good. She's an excellent embodiment of that. Yeah. Because like even. I don't mean to be sad right now, but even going to her last words and, mm-hmm. like, there's still good in him being yeah. him. It's like she always knew and knows mm-hmm. how to find the good things in people. And, like, she always saw, like, she always sees, she always saw the positive things and in people. Mm-hmm. Um which is something that I've always strived to do is like, um, there's a term that a lot of people use called like play the positive, right? Uh, where you always have to look at like the grass is greener on the other side mm-hmm. and like all that type of thing where other people might not, but sometimes you have to. Yeah. And exactly. And like every situation in most cases, always has a good outcome. And yeah. you always have to be kind of looking for Looking that. for that outcome. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. she always is. She's always you know, analyzing but, the situation. Yeah. Properly and, enough. <laughs> and she's always, like, stood her ground and mm-hmm. fought for what she believed for and um, has, like, not only been strong for herself but she's been strong for her friends for her family for Mm -hmm. her planet and like she's just she's strong in a different way yeah how leia is strong and how ray is strong and how like Hera and ahsoka and all of them how they portray strength they they portray strength more physically Mm -hmm. than padme does right padme is strong but she is that mental strength and emotional strength right um whereas like yeah she can be boots on the ground and like that kind of thing Mm -hmm. but also like she's strength in words strength in numbers like that sort of situation yeah and in logic (laughs) right yeah (laughs) she uses the logic more than anybody else i know in star wars (laughs) oh yeah Uh, except for maybe leia (laughs) yeah yeah, Padme exactly. That's right. I was, I feel myself saying that a lot. <laughs> like, when I do rewatches mm-hmm. of, like, different arcs in the Clone Wars, and even specifically with Revenge of the Sith, every time I watch that movie, I always watch it thinking that there's going to be a different outcome, but there never is. There never because is, because Because nobody listened to not only just Padme, but, like, nobody listened to the people that were around her. They only listened to Palpatine. And it's like... Yeah. Just, just listen to them for once. Yeah. You know? My roommate has a similar shtick about Anakin. She's like, you guys should stop making him mad. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's like... Yeah. That, yeah. Stop, stop being mean to him. <laughs> that's exactly what it is, yeah. It's the whole thing, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Which is just such a thing on society which i won't get into right now but it's so it's so accurate um okay i think that's it that's all the questions i had for you i really appreciate you being here and wanting to talk about the love of your life which i agree (laughs) (laughs) uh, no the love of my life 
is um Danny had that running joke with me about second sister. Oh my god. From Fallen Order. Because <laughs> yeah. I accidentally said that she could stab me, but that's a discussion for another day. Yeah. Uh that's it. That's all I got yeah. for you. I appreciate you being here. Um I appreciate all of you that are listening. Uh, I don't have the exact date of when this episode will come out. I've got some editing to do, so I'll let you know when that posts. Um, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me at Amidala716 on Twitter, on Instagram, um, on Discord. I'm also uh, on Discord. I am a moderator and administrator for Castle Run Weekly on Twitch and Discord hey, hey. as well. So you can find us at twitch.tv slash Castle Run Weekly. Um, I also do book reviews um, on the Castle Run Weekly website at castlerunweekly.com. And yeah, that's pretty much... I'm more behind the scenes uh, recently as of late, but mm-hmm. I'm hoping to get back into the swing of things with streaming, hoping to join the stream team uh Heck yeah. live again soon i miss all of you i know we much. miss you too i haven't been on in a while i think it's been like two weeks so it's definitely yeah it's on and off for all of us i think yeah, um definitely. wonderful and you guys can find me personally at c jerica on instagram or c jerica 95 on twitter you can find my star wars sunday blog posts on cheyennehoover.wordpress.com currently in the phases of rebranding to become the kyber crystal um so the logo and everything is up but i gotta see if i can change the name which i don't know if i can um but i'm very excited about that and then you can follow the main channel um here kessel run weekly on instagram facebook and twitter uh you can reach out to us on any of those mediums and then yep like like grace mentioned um twitch.tv slash kessel run weekly team streams are usually on wednesdays um and then danny does have another streaming schedule um it's up on our Instagram feed, um, so he does stream other games. Usually when we're team streaming, it's like Battlefront, typically. Um, sometimes Animal Crossing. Sometimes Animal Crossing. Yay. God, I love it. I love it so yeah. much. Um, so don't forget to check us out in all of those places. Thank you so much for listening to our Padme character chat, and may the Force be with you. Always. Always.